What's going on, family? Uh, there's some things I want to talk about for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, and it's really just about life, revelations that I've had, you know, analyze, analyzing my family, background, other people's families, and all, all sorts. And the older you get, I feel the wiser you get. Because you start to just see things different. You process things different. And I woke up one day upset at the strength of my family. And there's a big picture thing because what applies to what I see within my family also applies to the black family at large. And the issue is, is that we don't have enough strong men. I understand that more now what's really meant by that. Because when I look at my family, you know, when I look at marriages, like there's not a lot of men left in my family. A lot of the men in my family either died, well, yeah, a lot of them died early for different reasons, either overworked, alcohol, drugs, killed, you know. There's not a lot of men. A lot of women, you know, a lot of women. A lot of women in my family are successful. Lots and lots of women, right? But that's not enough. That doesn't make a strong family. In fact, that actually makes our family weak because we have nobody to represent or protect our women of the family. That means these successful women, when they get, when they marry off or when they deal with people, men from other families, they don't have anybody. They don't have any protection. When you don't have strong men in the family, when you don't have a strong family, period, it's easy for women to be taken advantage of, to get isolated, to be disrespected, because they don't have to. And I don't just see this within my family. Hell, I've seen it with some of the women I've had children with, and I'm beginning to understand their mentality a bit better, why they move the way that they do. You know, as compared to some women I've known who've had strong men in their life, you know what I'm saying, or have a strong family. You know, I've also seen what it's like for someone to come from what they believe is a strong family and then that family start to, you know, dissolve, get broken apart. The strong men that were there either are no longer there, they stop being strong men, and what that does. We have forsaken, we have definitely forsaken the importance of family, but it, it shouldn't take over 30 years to, to get to this point. And now I'm starting to see what patterns we're really set, like my generation, like myself, what patterns I'm really out here, I'm supposed to break. And I realized that I used to have a lot of weak thoughts, a lot of selfish, weak thoughts, because I wasn't keeping the eye on the prize, which is family at all times. And if you're not willing to step up, protect and defend your family, no matter the cost, it's not about don't don't fear death. Don't fear getting beat. You have to do that. A message must be sent. You going out there and getting beat. Well, even if you lose, right, for the sake of your family is a lot better than those people sitting there and watching you cower or watch you do nothing, which equates to the same thing. 
And respect is everything in this world. It ain't love. Respect is everything. You ain't got to like my family. You ain't got to love them. But you got to respect them. So with that mindset, I realize what my purpose is a whole lot more. What the purpose is in creating a strong family. Why we have to have a lot of kids. Because who's going to protect the other gen it's, it's not just and this and this part is important too about continuing on because if you do not procreate your line stops no matter how great no matter how intelligent you are the line stops at a certain point you know it just stops period if you don't if you don't create children and more importantly even if you create those children if you don't create a foundation of which to protect them then you have nothing and it's so you know it's very very easy to overlook how important this is but when you have kids you have to understand that at some point you are going to be the elder of the family you're going to be the great-grandfather the great-grandmother you know what I'm saying of a lot of people I think because we live in a westernized in a western society the way that we do we don't you know first of all we don't have foresight and we don't think about the future we don't think about family building western society looks at procreation as like a necessary evil you can hear it in how they talk about things you know especially how they talk about women they're like yeah just women and they just you know have babies you know that's it that's which i'm just like what the fuck that's a that's a very significant thing the ability to create life and Western society kind of sweeps that under the rug. Hell, they sweep it under the rug so much, even women become frustrated with that. They look at that as like, is that all I'm good for? Is if that is insignificant, creating life, creating families, strong families. That's the foundation of any nation. You show me one nation whose leaders do not have a strong family who don't have a strong family background, who don't have a lot of things going for them. It's not, and I understand that this country has a very wicked inception, but there's some things that you have to pay attention to. Yes, we know that these people were dirty. Yes, we know that they did a lot of stealing. Yeah, we know that these rich people only look out for themselves, but you have to understand it's because they are rich. It's because they have strong families wealth within those families that they're able to call these kinds of shots it takes that show me the fucking president outside of clinton but we know what family was back in him right but show me the president show me the world leader who's just an individual that comes from nowhere who has no backing it does not happen you show me a period in history where you have empires or kingdom led by people who did not belong to strong families or in certain cases, such as uh, like uh, uh, Ramses III, whereas his family might have been cool, but he wasn't on that level, but he created one. And it didn't last as long for what it's worth, but when he was there in power, he, he established a something, at least a something long enough while he reigned. You understand? So that's something that we have to really, really pay attention to. And just bringing it back for a second. Having strong men, having strong women is the cornerstone of that. But men have to be strong so women can do their thing. 
Because if we are not strong, women will get, yeah, and history has shown it. When men aren't being men, women get taken advantage of, period. When men aren't being men. And it's just so, it's certain things and you have to, it's been difficult navigating certain things because in Western society, you have to navigate complex family, you know, dynamics stepfathers and stepmothers and all this all that kind of thing and you know when those things aren't amalgamated properly when those things aren't done with the mindset of you know joining these families to make them you know the totality stronger when it's only looked at you know when benefits are only looked at one-sidedly that's an issue but it's something you see a lot And it's something that I'm, I can't believe it didn't, like, I feel like I, I kind of knew this, but I don't feel like it really resonated the way that it does now. I, I don't feel like I really understood it. Like, you can know things, right? I used to do a lot of reading as a kid. A lot of this stuff I've read or talked about is stuff that I have read, but life and living and experience gives extra context to that. It, it, it gave those old lessons, those old teachings, greater understanding, right? And I feel like that's what this is, like, you know, because there's been a part of me who's been kind of, un- like, I've kind of been doing things a certain way, you know, I think I, I said this very recent, like, I understand, or I thought it was a mistake for having kids. I understand why certain people didn't, because of how this society attacks kids, how they attack the children. They all attack your prog- progeny, period. Because they understand what that means to you but that's what i was saying was an error family that was an error when when i said that that was wrong and you guys know i'm not the type to sit up here and and not admit when i'm wrong i can take accountability no that's wrong it's wrong because the reason why it's so significant the reason why they attack it is not because it's a it's a re- it's a strength and what they're trying to do is take the strength away. It's like in sports, right? They know Steph Curry's best asset, his best ability is the three. They know that. So when they go against Steph Curry, they try to take that away. They try to make him drive, shoot mid-range, do, do something else besides what you're great at. Right? In a similar respect to having kids, you know, yeah, they attack your kids because this that's that's the greatness. That's the next version of you. Actually, the next version of you and the person that you procreated with. You've created a dynamic human being that's going to supersede the both of you. So whatever you were, they, they're the next level. So it makes sense for the enemy to attack the strength. If the children are the foundation, if they're a part of their, if they're a principal part of the process of building a strong family, then that's what must be attacked. If you if you're trying to stop someone from creating a strong family, and it does seem like, hey, you leaving some weaknesses and all this, to, yeah, that immature thoughts, <laughs> completely immature, you know, and I don't regret having my either one of my two boys i never did but um those thoughts thinking oh my god what could happen to them they can target them they could do things of course they will of course they will 
enemies are going to attack your source of strength, right? I mean, it, it, I think we like to think that, oh, yeah, they're going to attack your weaknesses. But, yeah, that's but that's obvious, right? But if you have a strength, if you have something, and you have to and keep this in mind, too, family. They've always focused on our ability to procreate, to reproduce. So much so that they even try to say that, that there's something wrong with us for doing it. Even though if you look at the statistics, there's a lot of them that are struggling to have children. I always bring it up. Go to William Shockley versus uh, Francis Cress Welsing. The whole basis of his argument, when you boil it down to, to the nitty gritty, was that, well... Uh, black people in rural areas have more kids than educated folks in the city. Therefore, black folks having more kids make them dumber. That was basically the, the whole premise of his argument. But again, attacking that. You know, when you start looking at, you know, treat him as an adult. Those kinds of laws. Even though I went off the other day. You guys heard that when I went off the other day talking about how they got a whole bunch of 13, 14, 16 year old white kids stealing millions of dollars in terms of crypto, hacking companies, hacking the FBI. They don't even see half the time some of these kids get. But again, they're attacking our strength. If the next version of you is going to do what you did better, become a threat to them. Then they, they want to attack it. And it's not just in those ways through the law. They, they attack them through media. Yeah. So it's just these are the kind of things that I've been thinking about. Obviously taking care of my great grandmas. Put a lot of things in perspective. A lot of things in perspective. You know. So I probably am going to have a bunch of kids, y'all. That dream I had a long, long time ago, that was... <sighs> In many, many ways, shit, my, that, that dream I had when I was 13 has been my life thus far. Like, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I end up having a bunch of kids in that dream, but it starts off... Much like how my life has been, you know, fall in love a couple of times. First few children, those stories are the, that 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 part of the dream lasted a lot longer. Probably supposed to have another one. Yeah. But we have to. And I'm at this point, I'm speaking to the men. We have to do better. We have to be do better and be stronger. We can't be afraid to be men any longer. And I feel like that's been a part of the problem. We've been afraid to be men because of how society has made us feel about masculinity. There's nothing wrong for wanting to protect your family. There's nothing wrong for wanting to have a bunch of kids. Hell, there's nothing wrong with liking women. And I say that because these days they try to make you seem like there's something wrong with you for liking a grown fucking woman. 
Like they want you to feel like you a pig or something. Like there's something wrong with you. I see a beautiful uh, woman and I'm supposed to, no, I'm just, I'm not supposed to touch her, rape her and treat her like a, you know what I'm saying? Be a dog. Just be, see a fine woman and just bark. I ain't supposed to do that. But I can still be a man. I can still approach her. I can still let her know that I acknowledge her. I can still do that. You know, when I have a woman, it's nothing wrong with doing, well, we ain't going to get into that. This ain't the freak Nick, <laughs> but there ain't nothing wrong with being a man, you know, as long as you respecting that woman, nothing wrong with being a man. Okay. And as a man, it doesn't matter. What it is, you have to be willing shit to die for your family. Take ass whooping, get stabbed, get shot. Yes. Yes. Have some courage. Have some goddamn courage. It's your family we talking about. See, there's a lot of people out there that say, like, get shot. Hold on. Hold on now. No, that, that is what it is. That is your job. Men seem to have forgotten that. All this quote-unquote equality shit like or equity, a lot of this shit is just a lot of fancy talk and, they, and it goes in circles. You know. Because women ain't equal unless you want them to take an ass whooping these days. You want equal opportunity? Like, think about how we, how, I wouldn't say how we, but how folks perceive and think things these days you know and quite frankly if we if we weren't put on this planet to be that for the woman then what the fuck is our point of even being here if the woman was big enough and strong enough to protect herself she definitely wouldn't need us she already is the one who carries the life nurtures the life if she oh she so she got to protect herself too. So that's the that's that that's the thing, right? And I can go into invertebrates versus mammals. That's not a that's not a whole that, that that's a whole conversation. I don't even think is necessary. But we got one job to do, fellas. Well, we have a role. I'm going to say one job. We have a role. And that, and that one role has a, a few jobs. And, and one of them is protecting your family, protecting your women, protecting your grandmother, protecting your mother, protecting your auntie, protecting your cousins, protecting your nieces, protecting your nephews, you know, brothers, sisters, all, so on and so forth. But we have that responsibility. And again, I'm not just speaking for you guys. I'm speaking for myself. I'm also looking at myself, so this ain't a thing of me going out here being perfect. This ain't a thing of me having all the answers. But this is just me sharing a, a new perspective, you know, until I get another enlightenment. But, yeah, that's, that's our purpose. And we got to do a better job of that. Yeah. 
That needs to be a focal point. But I get it now. I get why so much of our elders talked about building a strong black family. So much emphasis is put on that. So I guess what I'm saying is we should emphasize exact or elaborate exactly why that's important. Because you can say it's important, but if you don't really break it down, a lot of people ain't going to get it unless they have that same revelation that you did, right? Like where I'm at right now, I know building a strong, uh, I always knew, no, black, black, building a strong black family is very, very important, that it's key, that it's vital, that it's critical. But why? Understanding, overstanding the why it's important. I realize now that even as a, in my roles or when times, because I, I can't really call myself a stepfather to kids that I'm not with their mother, but anytime I've been in that role, And I'm I'm cool. It's not like I, I'm gonna let a kid get beat up or anything, but I definitely kind of kept it like okay, like how I always saw you know, my my mother's boyfriends deal with me. You know what I'm saying? Like be cool, but it's a little bit of a little bit of distance there. And I think uh, some of that is fine. You know, to the point of like not trying to be the child's you know father if that's not the role that they want you to have. Like it's a different thing if they look to you like that. They want that guidance from you, you know, and in that case, you have the responsibility to be that. I don't give a damn. You're with the mother. Okay. If she's good enough for you to lay with, you understand? And she got kids, then those kids are good enough to get that same treatment as far as that same commitment. Like, okay, I'm committed to you, baby, in this bedroom, so I'm also going to be committed to your kids as far as being their father figure. I'm committed. I'll behead anybody for the sake of your child because we're together. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to treat this child any different, which I never have. Let's not let's not get it twisted. But I, I will admit that I, there's times where I'm like, okay, I don't want to overstep boundaries. You know, and as a man, me again, talking to men, sometimes it's like, go ahead, let, let the woman and the child sometimes, like, don't do nothing crazy, but let the woman or the child tell you what, what's too far. If it's too far, hey, I'm sorry, my bad. I'm not, not trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to overstep my bounds. I'm not trying to step on toes or disrespect or anything. I'm just trying to show you I'm committed. And fellas, if she don't get that, it's okay. Like, you have to understand that that's a rare thing these days. Not everybody knows how to handle that. I think a lot of women will. I think a lot of women would appreciate that, right? Especially if that's not there. Now, if that's there, you're dealing with a woman and they have that, then you can. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? But on the, you know, but on that note, yeah, you also showed it. Hey, man, fuck with your kid. You know what I'm saying? And because you fuck with your kid, you know, to an extent, I, like I fuck with you, despite all this other shit. Like I'm not here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to get in between. What y'all is y'all? I can be the middleman. You know what I'm saying? Because I care about her. I care about her child. You care about your child. So. 
My presence here is just about being, doing what's in the best interests. You know, it's not for all the little other stuff. See, we, we, I guess what I'm saying is we have to stop focusing so much on the individualistic, the selfish stuff. And I realize now that I've been a really selfish person in ways that I didn't even realize. You know, when you just focus on me, 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 and you don't even see that it is just, you know, you doing things for you. Keeping certain distances. That's a thing that's for you. That ain't helping nobody. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. You know, in the sense of, hey, this is what I'm here for. You ain't, you know, when you when you're getting in a relationship, you got to be prepared for that. If that's not a relationship where you can do that, my brother, do not get in it. If that's not something that you feel that you're ready for, brother, you're not ready for a relationship. Simple as that. Simple as that. And that's not always what we want to hear. I give dating advice, y'all. And I know the advice that folks really don't want to hear is that they're not ready, which is usually the case. Like when people are struggling, you know, or they're like they want to get a relationship, but they can't nine times out of ten. The reason why. Well, I'll, I'll say there's two reasons. Nine times out of ten, there's two reasons because I in uh, in the percentage of this varies. But one reason is that a, they either a they ain't speaking, which you're already fucking yourself up. You already missed a shot because you didn't take it. Or you're just not ready. Like either yo your lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? You need to get some shit together. Maybe you got some emotional shit, some emotional baggage that you need to deal with and sort through. You know what I'm saying? Something along those lines of okay, like some but there's something there that's that's prohibiting you of like re, you know, getting into the situation you want. You know, maybe there's a certain way that you wanna have a woman or be you know what i'm saying to where it makes you feel good but you've let yourself go okay well get your ass in shape first you know if you want a woman that, that'll fawn over you and rub on your muscles and all this kind of shit we'll have something there for her to rub on some of y'all want want this woman to rub on your on your flab like it's a like it's a you know what i'm saying and it ain't that come on man like there's some women that's into that but come on you know, and again, and all that shit is confidence stuff type stuff anyway. You know, if you feel like you can't get it or you're not like, no, OK, that mean you, you, you feel like you, you still need to do some personal work. You still need to do some self-improvement. You still need to build up that, that you know, a certain level of self-esteem is, is regarding that. Because self-esteem isn't just it just one box like a lot of people think confidence and self-esteem is just in one box no you can have varying levels of confidence and self-esteem on different things like there's people who are very confident in their jobs very confident in, in public speaking but then they have a hard time you know talking to women or that or the opposite real easy talking to women doing you know what i'm saying but then at their job you know and they could be good at the job but or have the skills for it but they don't have the confidence there, but they have the confidence to, you know, to be uh, charismatic and all this other kind of thing, you know, it's just kind of where it is, but there's different levels of it. So never assume that just because you're, you're good here, that you're automatically good there. And even when you're assessing partners, you know, also keep that in mind, because I feel like we do that a lot as well, where we, you know, 
we see, you know, something that our partner does very, very well, that they're very, very balanced, very, very organized here. And then we look at this other area of their life. We're like, what the hell is this? No, that's, do you not give a shit? Do you not give? No, no. That means that they have it together over here. This other area is just the other area that they have, you know, that they have to work on. And before I go segue into a whole big thing, that's just to, just to bring it all back. Men, it's important for us, you know, to know ourselves, have the confidence, have the strength, have the maturity to know when we're ready to take on these things, first and foremost. Just because I say, hey, you know, the purpose for the man is go out there and have a strong family and then do this. That doesn't mean just go out there and whip your dick out and just start trying to have babies when you're not ready. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I want you to be ready first. Make sure you're ready first because this is not a game. So let me, say, let me get that out the way. But when you are ready, when you do have that confidence, now it's okay. You see what I'm saying? Now you can kind of pursue that and, you know, start building the foundation for those things. And as men, and this is something else I told myself, although I, I get it. Like for me, I don't want to be hella old with, you know, but well, I probably will be like, I might be pushing Dr. Sebi age still popping in my own, you know, feel me. But I want to at least be able to interact with my kids on a certain level, show them certain things while I still have the, the ability and the capacity to kind of do those things, you know. And I and again, I didn't have my, my pops around. So I've never, even if my pop was an athlete or anything like that or had any kind of, I, I was never around to see it. You know what I'm saying? And at this point, he couldn't show me. He would be able to tell me about it, which would probably be cool. But he would I wouldn't be able to see and put it, you know, and really put an image behind. You, you, you get where I'm going with it? What he was able to do. And I kind of want that, you know. I want my kids to be able to see me do that. Like, I want my kids to be able to see me at, you know, at a strong intellectual point in my youth. Because I still think I'm, I'm going to be a strong intellectual without, like, in my opinion, in my opinion, right? But I do feel like right now, while I'm still young, I, you know, I still have a lot of that youthful energy, that, that youthful boost that goes with it. And I, I, I like, I, you know, I want them to see that. I want them to see me at work. I want them to see me you know, do little things, how I take care of the family. I want them to see me cook. I want them to see me do some athletic things and hold it down. And because it matters. I feel it does. I truly do. I truly do. So they can see, okay, this is what a man is supposed to do at different, you know, at different stages, really have that guideline. The guideline I didn't have, you know, but a guideline that many folks have, and again, when we bring the point back to building strong families, building empires, each and every, each and every last one of those ruler people who have led, either been rulers or led countries, saw somebody, most likely in their family, whether it be their father or uncle, grandfather, lead and do things in such a way where they emulated it and probably did it, yeah, most likely did it better. But there was a, there were footsteps to follow. You know, not imaginary ones, not ones in a book. They, footsteps they actually saw. They, they, they saw. <laughs> Sorry about that, family. Oh, yeah. But that's, you know, that's what it is. 
so with that being said, family, I didn't want to hammer this one on too long. I might have had some other things to say, but this <laughs> I forgot this home phone was in here with me. So that kind of threw me off. <laughs> no scripts as usual. But, you know, who, who the hell needs a script? This is a podcast. Nobody needs no script. Might have a couple bullet points and things, but we don't need that. Especially not for something like this. You know, like I said, I've been doing a lot of thinking. You know, life has been putting a lot of different things in perspective for me. Um, I feel stronger than I ever have, too. Like, or I, have, I feel stronger than I have in a long time. You know, my mind is sharper than it has been in a long time. You know, thoughts are a lot more lucid than they've ever been. And I'm, you know, accepting things about myself growing, you know, learning to let go of certain things, realizing that there was things that I was holding on to, you know, that didn't serve me. It's crazy how that works. So, you know, as you get older, I think we shed a lot of the main, you know, the big stuff as we start hitting our phases of maturity, you know, I'll be 33 this year. So I'm almost, you know, at 35 will be my seventh year from my uh, final phase of maturity, which was 28. So I think we, what the hell? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you mean do not reply? What is that? Oh no, that, ooh, that was something else. Thought somebody was about to hack my, I was trying to hack my account. Super paranoid now these days. But anyway, I think there's some things that, you know, we, we shed pretty early. Like when we start growing, we start self-reflecting, we start, you know, getting to that point where we're figuring things out, figuring out who we are, we're figuring out what serves us. And I think we knock a lot of the big things out kind of quickly, you know, like for example, friends, you know, friends that didn't serve me, friends that really didn't benefit me or really I had nothing, nothing in common with anymore. Like no common ground, like there's nothing, no growth there. You know, I think that those like situations like that, I think that's easier than dealing with like, you know, holding on to small notions, you know, small sentiments that you know that could be that could be holding you back small fears and sometimes they're completely logical but or logical in your head but it doesn't mean anything because it it, it doesn't serve you you know be careful of logic and that's going to be the way that's what i'm going to wrap this up with because logic or the the ability for humans to rationalize and to create this thing we call logic because everyone's logic system is different that, that's something else that should be uh understood you know logic epistemology and uh mm, forget the other word but either way it'll come to me but you have to be careful of that you know the reason i say that is that our tendency to rationalize or use this thing we call logic is usually what puts us in position to get hacked. And I'm not talking about digitally hacked. I'm talking about people hacking. People hacking is the oldest version of hacking. We call it manipulation, but it's it's hacking, right? But that's that's how it's done. You know, our ability to rationalize things. To give you an example why people have a certain view of black folks 
right? It's because they omit so many details of the history out. They, they reduce slavery to just work. They don't talk about any of the inhumane killing. They don't talk about uh, like the, the, the treatment. They don't talk about the literal classification. You know, like people talk about the the one thirty seconds like rule, but they only do that as is they only bring that up in reference to something in Texas, which we all know that if they could have got the full body count, they would have did that. But we don't talk about how we literally had categories in the United States that were based on that. Anytime you're dealing with octoroon, quadroon, and all those things, like these were terms that they used to describe mixed like folks that were mixed with black blood. Right. And we're all dealing with these same types of fractions like 32, quad eight, four. These are all multiples of each other. Right. You can get to one thirty seconds by going fourth, eighth, sixteenth, thirty second. OK. So when you have names that are based on that, that's codified on that. Right. You know that that was the thing. So, yeah, they did feel like, you know, black folks were. 132nd human. You also have other texts and documents that say that if we, if these people we were doing this to were truly human, we would not be able to call ourselves Christians. Okay. It's a lot of, you know, the different kind, when you remove a lot of that context and you just leave it with, well, they never rebelled. They was just waiting around for, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just coming up with the stuff that people think about because you just got, they worked, uh, Abraham Lincoln freedom. All right. Then there's a civil rights movement and blah, 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 blah. Like, and there's been a couple, three or four black folks that, you know, that were smart. And they said, hey, you know what I mean? When you lose all of the different folks, when you talk about the Harlem Renaissance and you only talk about um, Langston Hughes and not for what he was known for at that time, because he was one of he was not only highly spoken about black issues. He was talking about black native issues because that's who he was. You know, when they bring up the poetry, like when they reduce certain events to that and you miss all of the other scholars, the John Henry Clarks that came out of the Renaissance era, the uh, the Dr. Benz, you know, the uh, Chancellor Williams, Ivan Van Sertima, so, so many for the Charles Finches of the world, the Rick Diamond, so, so many names, right? Francis Crick, like when you lose that they the totality of the history it's easy for people to rationalize the position that we're in by saying well shit you know they um must have not been that bad you know all they did was work and they didn't seem like they wanted to run away and all this blah 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 and after they were free and you don't talk about the black codes and labor leasing and jim crow and how folks were still getting killed and how in certain places in the south they got documentaries on a lot of this shit i'm talking about too um where they would just go there and honk a horn and that woman was supposed to come out to go quote unquote deal with those men you know another vestige of slavery that persisted up into the 60s probably still does happen in certain areas just keeping it buck but when you lose all of that flavor all that context you know you'll just start thinking oh the reason why they're in the fucking position that they are is because they're lazy they're just not capable I know that was pretty like long winded, but that's that's an example of how you can manipulate, you know, human logic, the the, the ability for humans to rationalize. Because we like folks think it's so weird that you have so many sincere coons in this society. Like you got you got some coons who know that they coon and you got some coons that don't know that they coon it. 
And people sit up here, people in our community wonder, how do you have a person like this? And it's just like shit because they've been hacked. They've been manipulated. The the base of information that they have is what they had to work with, right? And that's what they believe. You know, some of us are keen enough or rooted enough to know, okay, there has to be something wrong with this. Because for you to say that it's just, just black folks just simply aren't competent enough, it's just, it's, that's not, yeah. That didn't, you know, that doesn't make sense. But there's not too many people who can do that. And there's not too many facts that the society will give you that will support, you know, that position. So I'm not sure if I did the best in explaining that. Probably didn't. But it is what it is. And that's what we're going to end this on. So with that being said, peace, love, and light. Um, You know, I mean what I say. And everybody have a great week.